<laughs> Can you see us live on uh, the Auto Salesware channel there, Johnny O? Yeah, I see us here. I'm just trying to. Wow, wow. We, we are on. We are on Facebook Live once again, Auto Salesware. And this week, we got producer, philanthropist, car salesman. I said producer, right? What? Craig, you yeah, got titles, man. Just give us a little rundown of what you're doing these days. Hey, bro. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, like you said, I'm a cake. I have different cakes, man. No, seriously. Um, my name is Craig Doby, digital media producer. Like you said, philanthropist. Um, from Northside Portland. Right now, everything that I'm doing right now is kind of just doing the best I can on helping the community. Um, if it's coming from fitness to helping with financial um, literacy right now and still um, doing the best I can on es like making, um, you know, paving a road for all the aspiring music artists here in Portland. So making it happen, just prefer to uh, getting the, the, oh my gosh, polishing the craft, you know, just getting it together. Heck yeah, I'm excited. When that happens, I got a lot of stuff coming back here. I'm trying to push out. You bet. <laughs> You've been at it for a while though, right? On the on the producing end and really with the helping the community type stuff. You've been at it for a while. Yeah, it is. It's been shoot, man. I was doing the videography, photography, even when I was at Gresham. So that was in 2017. Um, I was going to school at the same time too. So it wasn't really like full then. Um, but yeah, now I'm getting smarter and I'm learning so many life lessons and just the more you give, you get back in tenfold. It's not just, you know, just, okay, I'm going to give, so I'm going to get back. But no, like, genuinely giving back to people that need it. You know what I mean? And it's just rewarding me, and I'm getting smarter, and the support is just here. So I want to make sure that I'm just keeping myself pure, um, doing the best I can on practicing what I preach, because I can't, I can't be saying, hey, I'm doing this, and then really not be doing it. You know what I mean? So. Everything is just coming together, and I'm very thankful. You know, I the, the list just goes on. You know, so I'm just being thankful and staying consistent. Heck yeah, yeah. I, and I'm so excited to get my son out there with you one of these times to make him go and do some community work. Yes, sir. I was gonna say, um, I know with this whole fall already hit. It's already like 32 degrees outside. It's already like getting there, right? So it's going to be that time where it's time to switch gears. I want to do the best I can for my veterans. Because without the veterans, this would not be such an easy place. So it's time to take care of the vets. Um, you already know about Project Homeless Love. I think we, I talked to you about and that's the philanthropist side. Um, Project Homeless Love. I think it's a time in the year where, you know, everybody feels that, that we got to get gifts. And we, we want to love our, you know, our friends and neighbors and stuff like that. We cannot forget about the homeless that are on the, on the streets right now. Um, you know, I did a, I did a whole documentary and I learned a couple of things about the psychology and stuff about it and stuff. Um, but still, even if people, you know, choose to be out there, if you got a dollar, $2 to spare, it does not hurt. It does not break you to literally just be selfless and just show somebody that you care that needs a little bit of help, just a little push that 1%. That's all it is. One, you don't got to do a hundred percent all the time. 1% is all you need to do. And literally, if you look at a graph, I'm, I'm almost done. If you look at a graph in a year, if you did 1% every single day, you would have literally a nice little curve, exponential growth. So 
that's all it takes is one percent daily, one percent. So it's that time. Project I homeless do. love, Craig. On on Project Homeless Love, is there a site or somewhere that people can go? That's, that's a donate? great question. That is a great question. So with Project Homeless Love, what we did, um, we did the GoFundMe. Um, I was really kind of against it at first because everybody does. There's some good stuff and there's some bad stuff about GoFundMe. But no, with me, money is legit. If I get anything, it's secured. So uh, we um, we just asked everybody to donate. We raised like um, three. It was like 2K or 3K in like two days. And I thought we needed more, but it was just enough. Um, and we did that. I got videos on YouTube. Um, they're also on my website craigdoby.com so if you want to see any photography videography uh merchandise because i do have the v-necks tank tops and crank top uh crop top hoodies it's that time of the weather um basically you can find out a little bit about me too about the whole go fun, uh the um project homeless love and stuff like that so you always got to give and yes bro yes your son we're going to make that happen marty putting everything down i got notes <laughs> I like to do stuff. I don't like to make excuses. So I'm a doer. So I got you. Man. Thank you. Nice. Thank yeah, you. I know that uh, he's looking forward to it. I, I'm sure we can find like about a 10 degree day to get him, uh, you know, out there working. <laughs> he said 10 degree. <laughs> Johnny, oh, you've been posting. You, you've been posting the stuff on the spa lately, man. What do you, is that like some cleanup you've been doing or what are these pictures? It looks fantastic. Which Thank one are you talking about? Which one? Which one? Which one? Well, Johnny O. Johnny O's got the Medi Spa down here, or I should say up there, because Johnny O's coming to us from Steveson Village in Canada. Let's see that over there. Let me see. That. Let me see that over there. What is it? <laughs> you know, we've always got a lot of exciting uh, wellness revolution change going on at the Medi Spa La Bella. Uh, it's <laughs> always uh, a, a good delight to. Uh, see transformations in people and, and people wanting to make the best of themselves and, and redefine themselves and uh you know helping people uh um you know look their personal best or, or achieve their confidence levels uh about themselves that they desire most is is something it's an extraordinary uh change in, in, in professions right but uh um different world from the car world but i i think you know in, in every good profession the name of the game is helping people right you know whether it's helping them with their wellness looking good or um you know with the, the best possible vehicle that will serve their lifestyle the best for the most affordable great price it's it's all helping people in, in good business it's helping people the best you can of course so what but the picture specifically are you doing did you do some you know, moving around, redesign. What was it, Johnny? Uh, you've been showing off the, the spa kind of like uh, the last couple of times uh, on the feed. Oh, yeah, you know, we've had some uh, some filming going on. Uh, we're working on our uh, annual Wellness Revolution uh, production video. Uh, you know, it's a little bit more uh, of a production than the, our first year in business. You know, we, we always try to get better and, and search for improvement. And sometimes when... Uh, uh, you call upon yourself to uh, put your best uh, self forward and, and show that improvement. It has some renovations required. So when you run the spa during the day, sometimes that uh, uh, requires your attention uh, renovating and painting after clients. So there's some uh, nights painting in the office till 4 a.m., a couple of them there before production. And uh, myself, uh, I I'm not sure. You know, I I've got some uh, 
background in, in virtually almost any home improvement, but uh, it's not yeah. too easy to call upon a painter, I think, for uh, the 4 a.m. shifts. So I took, you know, I took it upon myself, you know, get in there and uh, grab the bull by the horns and, and do our best to uh, make sure everything is as is, is, uh, clean and, and fresh looking as possible. You know, it, we're going to pull everything about out the office and, and wipe down the entire office, which we do several times a day. And I just didn't think that was substantial, Josh. I thought, you know, we got to go next level. We got to slap some fresh paint on the walls and, uh, you know, be as, uh, as fresh as possible for the, uh, for the new wellness revolution uh, video, my friend. <laughs> now, doesn't, I tell you what, doesn't fresh paint make everything feel just cleaner? <laughs> It does, it does, you know, and uh, us, we, we like white. We like uh, the color white. We think, um, you know, it's got that apple kind of fresh, uh, fresh look to it. So in this day and age, uh, you know, keeping white, you know, I don't think anyone wants to go into a Medispa and see dirt on the walls. Right there, <laughs> you know? But uh, I can tell you uh, from a lot of experience of sanitary work and, you know, I never thought that uh, I would find find myself in the profession of uh of wiping down walls as much as i have been but uh white sometimes you know no matter how much you clean sometimes it doesn't look the best so we, we had to take it to the next level it just made sense on our end right yeah and then do you have like some some real uh, relaxing music when you get in there that just puts you into like the wellness trance or what is it what's the vibe in there i think you need to do a walkthrough for us one of these days you know what? I, I definitely think we could. I could arrange that. Maybe even live on the segment. We'll see. <laughs> you know, but uh, um, you know, we all have our areas of expertise. And, and as far as uh, you know, relaxing music is concerned, that that definitely falls upon Adriana. You know, I I I'd, if it was up to me, I'd probably have Back in Black blasting and uh, have some ACDC or something <laughs> like that. So you know, that that side of it, we leave that up to her, right? That's her uh, her. Um, expertise for sure yeah i don't know if that would go hand in hand uh, with the wellness revolution but you know with mental health being the most important health that sometimes the acdc can really uh come into play well it's like it's, like a, it's, a, it's a change in you know uh in uh professions right like you know the saturday morning meeting uh or the the music you listen to on the way to get yourself pumped up on a saturday uh, for your big Saturday morning meeting changes a little bit in the wellness industry, Josh, you know, it's, you got to take it down a little bit, you know, sometimes <laughs> I get a bit of, a little bit loud, a little bit jacked up and, uh, you know, it's, uh, that's that side of it. it it's more, uh, as far as it comes to uh, serenity and peace in the office space, that's, that's definitely, uh, kind of on her to, uh, decide how to achieve that with her clients I, I i stay a little bit removed from that you know maybe i'll i'll bounce outside in the car and listen to some uh, acdc if i need to get jacked up but uh not in the spa for sure yeah i think that'd be a good uh maybe tiktok or something you know car salesman in the wellness industry you know or car salesman does this car salesman does that you know and you're you're going in there all pumped up and whatnot they're just like well, this is a spa <laughs> this is a library right right Hey, you can you probably idea. put some good stuff together on that. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'm about to uh, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking. Uh, so let's get it started. Uh, we're talking Halloween, and uh, you know, first of all, uh, up there, uh, you know, Johnny O is Halloween celebrated. I mean, do people dress up in, in Canada on Halloween time in America? 
or I mean, sorry, in in USA because you are still typically, or I mean, I could have sworn, I could have sworn, I could have sworn Canada invented Halloween. I didn't even know you guys celebrated it to be <laughs> honest. But <laughs> 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 you know, um, yeah, of course, you know, Halloween's uh, heavily celebrated here. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what Halloween, COVID Halloween looks like, um, but I. I feel like uh, Canada will practice uh, the, the right caution uh, to uh, make sure it's a holiday and a tradition that uh, we continue, but in uh, you know a fashion that represents uh, the times and uh, that's uh, you know diligent and respectful to what's going on these days. I guess. What about the Queen? Does the Queen participate in Halloween? Uh, you know what? I think like at least ninety percent of Canadians dress up as the Queen for Halloween. So it's <laughs> that you know, so I, I guess in, in in that respect, definitely for sure. Nice. And so, what are you? So first of all, let, all right, let's go to Craig first on um, you know best best costume you've ever been, Craig, and then what you're dressing up as this year. Because I know you are a big Halloween guy, right? <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I'm not really festive, usually. <laughs> uh, but um, I did actually participate, what, like, two years ago? And I dressed up as a photographer, of course. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be, to be honest, I didn't, I know we're all live, but I was a pervertive photographer. So I'm like, yeah, baby, go ahead and bend it over. And then, like, we were, it was, like, even better. Like, the girls that were, like, wearing, you know, they were like, oh, no. So it was like we were playing a whole part too. So you know, it was like it was it was good. It was good. So that was the only time uh, two years ago, um, and then I even recorded a video that day too. And the whole party was just going in. Everybody looked beautiful. Everybody was in character. We had Jason. We had uh, the incredible. That we had couples dressing alike. It was awesome. It was dope, I, and I got it on my YouTube too. I got to, I got to watch that one soon. I got to start sharing it a little bit to let everybody know. Like, hey, let me film your your Halloween party. Come on. And a good Halloween party is so much fun. You know, I'm talking like a good one, like you're talking about, uh, Johnny O. What about you? What's the best best costume you've ever been? Oh boy, you're you're putting me on the spot there. I'm. You know what? I'm very festive. I always dress up, but I, I'm not, I don't think I'm the master of, of costumes. I, I'm kind of, I leave a, a lot of stuff last minute. I think as the years have gone on, my costumes have gotten worse and worse. And uh, the past uh, concussion prone athlete myself, I'm, I'm going to have probably problems connecting the dots and thinking back to a decade ago, I, I think I was a lot more creative and had some pretty fantastic and awesome uh, costumes in the past. But I, I always, you know, when I went through, you know, customers would always come in you know my beloved uh, duick family members and you know you'd always try to figure out they was oh i want to see my page in the evidence manual you get the big book on the table and you, you try to figure out how am i gonna you know you in my mind i'm like okay two years ago i know the vehicle they bought but some of the things that were the indicators that because i never wrote dates i'm not i didn't really like that i thought it kind of made it a little bit less personable these numbers and stuff so i, I didn't really get into that but the the things that i would kind of look for is you know if, if i saw myself with a mustache i knew it was november right a little bit festive i like the november mustache but i could always kind of figure out when halloween was by a costume right so there's always you know mike featherstone comes in i remember he bought uh, at least a couple of vehicles off myself on one halloween or, or something of that nature so then i'd remember the costume i wore and then 
most often they're not. It would be like rolling in and, and I, you know, I think quite often we'd have some sort of pancake costume breakfast in the morning and then I'd realize the night before. So then I'd, you know, after, uh, you know, nine o'clock and racing out late at the dealership, I'd go to a superstore next door and all the best costumes would be signed out. So usually I'm buying some costume from the kids section and I think it was some dog outfit and then i'm racing in the morning and i'm cutting off sleeves so it fits over my suit and so there's, there's a lot of you can probably find some pictures like that and you're kind of looking like well it looks like a cool dog suit but is that for a kid i don't know uh but it, it kind of worked you know it kind of showed the, the car salesman costume underneath but I, I i don't i can't think off the top of my head but i'm sure i've had some good costumes over the years i don't know so do you have a costume for this year this year I don't. I'm 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 kind of a last minute costume uh, type <laughs> person. I, I'm sure I'll put together something, but um, now it's it's a little bit of a different game, right? Because now I, I I've got the fiance's approval. Uh, you know that's probably important as opposed to uh, Duke is pretty acceptance of my uh, my lame costume. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, the nice thing about car salesmen, and what I do is I just, I always dress up as a car salesman. My wife asks every year, well, you're dressed up as, I say, I'm dressing up as a car salesman. Now my son, you know, he dresses up as a football player. You know, like every year, all this guy does is put on his football helmet and pads, and I guess he can't trick or treat anymore because he's uh, six foot and 160 pounds, and so he probably won't get away with it, but uh, sounds like they got some good parties lined up. My daughter's doing the uh, Hermione, or Hermione from... Uh, Harry Potter, you guys know who oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then so I'm sure he'll be a football player this year. But this year I'm dressing up as a doctor, and my wife's dressing up as a doctor. We're gonna be in Las Vegas uh, for Halloween. We're gonna find a good Halloween party there. I hope we tried to find one already that was booked uh, three three weeks in advance. It was already fully booked, and it was one of those like haunted houses you went through, but you were on some kind of like cart. So you rolled through the haunted house on a cart, but it books up quick, I suppose, there in Las Vegas. Uh, sounds like a good party, though, right? Las Vegas, Craig? It does. I, I, where I've never been. I want to go there. They say, well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You've <laughs> been to Las Vegas in general? Not once. Oh, my gosh, man. I'm 30 years old. No kids. Why the heck have I not traveled, right? <laughs> well you're a busy guy you're always working that's probably part of it and so that doesn't make it easy but yeah next yeah. week we'll be uh, i'll be doing the show in vegas so uh, maybe i'll put my costume on for the even though it's uh monday will be a couple days after <laughs> you know but uh, i think doctor will be a good way to go and uh, the best party i've ever been to was at a place called i think it was called aura or something like that downtown portland and uh this place was nuts it was one of those ones that had like the the ceiling was glass, so it would have different levels, different bars on different levels, and you could up to the up to the one you know up top, and uh, yeah, everyone was to the nines on their outfits, and they had the full uh, you know competition on best best costume, and a really 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 good party, and wow. awesome atmosphere. So yeah, I love a good Halloween party, but that brings me to the car business. Really, we we dress up every single day, you know, in the car business and uh, as a salesperson and, you know, Johnny O, you're still a salesperson to me at all times. And you, you got the tie on, the fedora, a nice looking uh, scarf there. And you are an example of dressing up. But 
you know, we dress up, uh, you know, without even having to wear a tie, without even having to wear uh, a collar. We're dressed up at all times, aren't we, Greg? Yes, sir. I think um, we're like actors. No, seriously, it's it's a, it's a, it's lights, camera, action every single day, especially on the weekends. No, you you got to make sure you're all you, you you know you're if you're for women, make you make sure your hair done. You know, if you use makeup, use your makeup. For men, make sure you know you're not rough. Make sure your tie is all good, and you want to make sure your appearance is good for your wardrobe, your costume. You know what I mean? And with um, meeting different customers and stuff like that, we got to always customize. You know, not saying you know we're we're deceitful or anything like that, but no, we have to make sure that we are on the fly, improv. You know what I mean? So like acting, we're we're literally really good actors. If you, if you're a salesman, you could probably get in front of the camera, and I've noticed that so far. A lot of people that get on the front of the camera, I'm like, wow. So we are like literally natural actors, and yeah, yeah. Every day yeah. it's like Halloween for us. And what I mean by dressing up, Johnny, you know, is is that we are able to, like Craig said, it's not deceitful, but we're we're able to relate to just about anything. Why is it that we can relate to and and find common ground with pretty much anyone? You know, because it's the, the essential ingredient to success, right? In the car industry, like if you can't find an avenue to build common ground or to identify with someone or to build that personal connection. Uh, to separate uh, themselves from seeing you as uh, the grimy salesman that probably they dealt with along the way that gives us the bad reputation we have or the bad, you know, the bad kind of persona that they're expecting when they come on the dealership to to humanize yourself and to remove, uh, you know, the, you know, the kind of sales side of the profession and kind of, uh, try to identify with them and, and be more on a friend basis. Take some some common ground building. Take some uh, investigating. Uh, you know, and I'm not talking investigating. You know, what do you want a car, truck, SUV? But investigating as to their, what their lifestyle is. You know, if you can't put your if you can't put yourself in the shoes of the customer, how are you going to identify with what's best for them? And if you can't identify with what's best for them, then now all of a sudden you're that grimy car salesman that's just starting to slap together a deal and put yourself before them. And if you're putting yourself first in the car industry, as opposed to the customer, then it's going to take you down the sink because at the end of the day, good business is, um, you know, uh, good business promotes more good business, right? Yeah. Like, and that's that's the whole name of the game, right? Good good business is contagious, and that contagiousness is dependent on your personableness and you putting people in the vehicle that best suits their lifestyle and understanding their lifestyle and understanding what you know and. and a little bit of understanding of what what the affordability of the car is, but more so under, you know, I think at the end of the day, when you start talking feature advantage benefits and what the customer needs out of the vehicle, I think in most circumstances that outweighs the budget side of it. If it's in the realm of affordability, you know, they can make it work, but the, the features, the value of the vehicle has to outweigh the cost. And you have too many situations where people want to just put people in dust, slap together a deal, put them in the business office, take them to the manager and shoot the deal, you know, without really building value. And the value comes from the personableness of the deal, right? Myself, I know at the end of the day, 
countless times people have bought vehicles because they feel like they've been taken care of and their best interests have been put forth for or put first and and they're under they understand that that but based on the the connection that's been made with with myself or the sales representative and and to me that's uh you know the name of the game definitely yeah what do you think craig um is better to be likable or to be relatable in other words i don't think like uh that people generally would find me a, a really a likable person if they if they only met me for like five minutes but what i think i'm really good at is being relatable in other words i can look through their eyes and i can find that common ground and i totally understand where they are coming from you know which one is which one is better you think man that's i love that question you, you come with some heat every single time so what you guys taught me always is simple just keep it simple stupid you know what i mean and make a friend so with friends, I want to say it's always one or the other. You know what I mean? It's, you got to like somebody in order for to move forward. Um, and then you, we, I think we want to spend money with people that we can relate or we want to be like. Um, so I guess um, we, you always want to mirror your customer too. So that's another thing too. So I think it comes down to somebody that you like because if you don't like the sales consultant then it's easy to see the three m's it goes me machine and money right machine money me or whatever <laughs> it goes, it's really what it comes down to those three because if, if you like the car you can like the car but if the salesman is just horrible you're just like oh my gosh you, you could probably just end up leaving and going down to the next place um i've seen it happen many times where people will just um hell marry the, the 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 whole process you know what i mean instead of going back to you know step by step it's really the small goals that count um but for sure with me people i never really had the problem with people not liking me um i take these personal but no i think usually i have that like you said you can tell when people um what you have to do with mirroring them and and um and making sure that you're listening, just like what Johnny always said, you have to listen. You have to you have two ears for a reason. One two ears and one mouth for a reason. You have to really listen to what the customer wants. Put yourself in those shoes, and that's the best way. If you do take those steps, you'll listen. I mean, and learn. Um, just like last week, though. Um, no, this whole month. I'm gonna be honest, guys. I'm at 8.5 cars. That is not average for me right now. In these last five months, I've been rocking the show, and my uh, boss. Uh, um, uh, Josh Jeffrey can vouch for me too. He watches these a little bit. You know Josh Jeffrey? No. Uh -uh. No. Okay, okay. Good guy. Good guy. He watches these and stuff like that. So shout out to Josh Jeffrey first of all. Huh? Shout out! Shout out to Josh Jeffrey. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Um, and then so, uh, but no, for the last this this month it's been kind of tough. I'm at eight point five. I'm like, what the heck is going on? This is not. No, it's not happening. So. I have to always remember when your world is shaking up, boom, because we're all vibrations, okay? That's all what people are. We're just atoms and molecules, you know, we're just, that's what we're, when your world is getting even more shaken up, step back, analyze that, understand that, yes, things are not, you know, what you're used to, but go back to the basics. 
go back to the basics. You you want to do you know so much, but you know right now it's just let's go back to the basics. You're not saying that you're losing. You're not giving up. You're not stepping down from anything. You're just going back to the basics. And then when you go back to the basics, then you can be able to make those small goals. Because with the carbine process, of course, there's your power introduction. Okay, after you get your power introduction out, you want to make sure that you are going to do that interview. I send my customers down. Come on inside. I do not go straight to. I know you want to be fast and stuff like that. Save your customer time. But I'm. We're going to come in here and sit down. Let's get you some coffee. Get some water. Use the restroom. If you want some chips, it's on me. Come inside. I want to make sure that I'm getting all the information for you guys. I'm going to get some a notepad. Sounds good. And I'm always going to get the yes because I'm shaking my head yes, and they're going to do it too. Go inside. I get the information. <clears throat> Excuse me. Figure out if they're going to trade a vehicle. They're not going to trade a vehicle. Perfect. I'm already inside. EMI because it's about service. When you come into the dealership, it's family. You need to be, if I'm not here, you need to know the connect. Everybody knows who the plug is. So you need to be, you need to know who the plug is too. So that when I'm not here, you're still taken care of in the family. So boom, EMI is done. If they got a trade, great, we get the trade information. If not, then we go out there after I'm getting all that information from them. Do you got a family? Where are you from? Who are you? Get people to talk. If you really care about people, get them to talk. Get them to talk because people want to talk. Seriously, as you can see, I'm talking right now. <laughs> after we go out there to the you know, follow the process. Make the small goals is what really counts. When you go to the dealership, there is one goal. It's to sell a car. Okay, but to sell a car, that's their destination. You have to start somewhere and then you have the little steps to meet it up. So, yes, we have those small, the big goals, but the small goals, you have to appreciate those. And that's what I'm learning. So go back to the basics. Small goals count. Last but not least, one step at a time. Um, and the reasons why I say one step at a time, because um, so with me. I want to buy, I want to look at the big picture. I want to be able to change the world. Honestly, I feel like I'm on to something. I think one day I'm going to be the president. I think so. I really, and I keep on saying it. I got to go to, I got to do some meetings and stuff like that, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I can do it. You know what I mean? Like nobody else is stepping up. There's a lot of people, but I can do it. But anyways, um, you, you got, got one vote second. over here. You got one vote over here so far. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Hey, hey, and I and I will, man, I will, oh my gosh. But yes, one step at a time. Um, I want to be able to save the world, but there's literally steps before that. You know what I mean? It's just like how I'm trying to say small goals count. You got to do one step at a time. You cannot put the cart before the horse. You got to literally do it one step at a time. And then, so instead of going for the world so much, start with my community. Because then that's where it really is. Start with my community. Go to the meetings. Boom. And then I'm able to learn different people. Now, other people I've learned so far, never be scared to, to start a journey. Because along the way, there's going to be some help. Just like in the movies where you have that guy that's in the middle of the desert and he passes out and then some beautiful woman rescues him and he's in this lavish freaking place. And he's like, oh, oh, she's got the water and stuff like that. Just like that. Along that journey, there's going to be somebody to help you out. So. That's what I've been wor working on. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm at 8.5 cars. Everybody else is making pounders around me. That's their, that's their blessing. Mine is coming.
I Take love it. it. I love it. And now that Boudreaux's back, I know he's going to have something to say about that. But Boudreaux, before you before you go on with what Craig's talking about here, we were talking Halloween while you were away. Are you uh, you're, you're from Louisiana? Are you into Halloween? No, but I've been to some epic Halloween parties. I used to, uh, well, I say I used to a couple of times. I went to Ann Rice's Halloween party in New Orleans. I was invited to it. It was quite, uh, Ooh. quite incredible. And then when I lived in yeah. Nashville, I went to a Halloween party that was just different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't go out of my way to go to Halloween parties or anything like that. Just not, What's not the best costume you've really ever social. What's uh, the best costume, Boudreau? Man, there must have been a few. Yeah, was there was. Saying, it looks like he can party. He looks like he can party, I bro. Know. I was going to say He's that. Yeah, looks like he can party in his brain. <laughs> you, know, you know, one party I went, uh, you know, I'll tell you the best Halloween I've had in a long time was with my grandchildren and they dressed me up as a unicorn. They picked out <laughs> Papa as a unicorn. <gasps> he can be a unicorn. <laughs> they dressed me up as a unicorn. And I got to hang out with my grandchildren and we walked around the city of uh, Stowe, Massachusetts and I was a unicorn. With a unicorn horse and everything. It was great. It was perfect. I'm a perfect unicorn. <laughs> so I have to say of all the wild ones i couldn't think of anything but when i think of the ha- halloween it's it's the unicorn with with emmy and toby <laughs> that sounds yeah. fantastic man and so we were talking about where we where we ended up with craig is we were just talking about how you know salespeople really dress up every day you know as far as uh you know you're, you're kind of like an actor like craig was saying and so you know can you comment a little about bit about what he was talking about boudreaux yeah, so so the the question is about being attractive. Well, no, just you know, just you, you kind of came in on what he's saying as far as where he's at with his month and you know, talking about you know, community stuff that I know that you're really into and uh, you know, just how we dress up on the daily. I mean, I dress up as a car salesman every day, yeah. you know, I dress up as a car salesman almost every Halloween too, but you know, as far as uh, being able to be relatable to customers, being liked by customers, and kind of, uh, you know, mirroring them or being a mold to how they are. And then, uh, you know, it really got into a good conversation, I think, for, for Craig, as far as where he's at with his month. And, you know, you can see his attitude obviously is in the right place, but kind of a lot there maybe that you can comment on, I think. Yep. Yep. So, so the first thing is Jim Rohn said a long time ago, he said, to be attractive in the marketplace, first, you have to be attractive in the marketplace. Hey. <laughs> so that, that was always the funniest one for me because I was like, well, hell, that makes sense. You got to be attractive. Well, what does that mean? Well, for IBM, that meant don't be offensive, right? Don't be offensive. That was attractive. And so they everybody wore white shirt and you know dark suit and you know they they all had their little uniform but to be attractive in the marketplace the first thing you have to do is you have to be comfortable with what you're wearing and it has to be attractive to everybody right it can't be offensive to anybody because that really turns the, the table and when i say 
attractive in the marketplace. I'm not just talking about the way your hair looks or your teeth is brushed, although those are important. The clothes you wear, the shirt being pressed, that's important. But inside of you, if you come to work poisoned based on what's happening in your life, that energy shows up in your relationship. That energy shows up in your moments. And so making sure that you are clean inside and happy and, and, and connected inside with your best self is, is the key to being there for them, for them. And so connection, once you are attractive, connection is about presence. Uh, Craig mentioned something, mirror, you know, you got a mirror. Psychologists have been using mirror match forever, right? You got to mirror match the customer, match their tone, match their breathing, match their body language, et cetera, like that. But nobody thinks in that way. It's not natural behavior, which is everything we teach, right? What is natural behavior is presence. When you are in a conversation where somebody is leaning into, hanging on to, and listening and hearing every word you say, you're attractive to everyone, because what they're saying is the most important thing in the world, and it matters what they feel more than what you look like. And so presence, respect, look, a little boy, two little boys in second grade, second grade graders are the greatest connectors, closers, and people in the world. They have no enemies, right? Second graders have no enemies. First graders have no enemies. Everybody likes them. Why? because they hang on every word without the attachment to what they want out of the conversation. It's just about listening for nothing to the person who's doing it. So presence, respect. Ali likes to use the word patience, asking that one question that goes a little deeper, even though you think you know the answer. So many times you'll ask one more question and you'll go, oh, that changes everything, right? Simply because of that patience, right? So that's the best way to connect is presence, respect, and patience, right? Listening to understand and not to respond, right? Not trying to sell anything, not being attached to your outcome, but being attached to their best interest. And so that's how you look attractive. That's how you look attractive effortlessly, right? And then that's at the beginning of your career when you're in the transactional business. Now, I'm about to get to the freaks in our industry really quickly, because after you've been doing this for a while, it don't matter how you dress. It don't matter what you look like. <laughs> I have salespeople who sell 70 cars a month, 73 cars a month, who wears flip-flops and short pants and has hair yeah. down to his neck or his yeah. shoulders and is just puts his feet up on the thing and and Red McComb will only let that salesman talk to any of his people. And he is unbelievably unprofessional in the way he looks, in the way he acts, but he, he melts people who don't know him, which is a rarity. I've never seen anybody do it like he does it. He melts people, and mo he doesn't normally talk to people who don't know him, but, but re referrals who come in who don't know him, he melts them. I mean, it, it takes – a minute and a half without any effort. He just basically says, I just want you to know, you're not, you might not like the way I look. You might not like the way I talk. You might not like the numbers. If you don't, you can leave. <laughs> I'm fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> you just got to know that I'm here for you. And if I can't prove that, please, you leave, right? I 
and that's it's over after that. And so I've known him for probably 22, 23 years and um, met him when he was selling 30 cars. And he is amazing, right? He's, he's absolutely amazing. So, and there are other examples of people who don't follow rules. And when you're in the relationship business, you don't have to. So does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah. that was dope. So. Uh, that Greg, was cool. What do you think? That was good. That was good, man. We got a team in here, man. I love when Johnny O be saying, I was waiting for Johnny O to come with the slam dunk too. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think for myself, like when I hear that kind of stuff, I think we we overlook like what is look, act, sound like a pro, all these things, being attractive. Like that's that gentleman's brand. That gentleman has earned the ability or the, the right to represent himself the way he has and that's his brand so what is looking attractive look like well you know for myself you know putting on orange glasses putting on the fedora putting on the tie the scarves that's not for everyone everyone has their brand so that is an attractive brand if he has the charismatic nature about himself to represent that brand and make it work i think it, it, it's a definitely there's no golden rule there is always going to be uh you know the exception there's always going to be people that make different things work that other people couldn't make work but one thing uh mr boudreau said uh that was you know that i thought it was super intelligent was was that how much there's to learn from children his kids, grandkids yeah. got him dressing up as a unicorn. Well, think about how that represents to his real life. He's a unicorn in the automotive industry. How many gentlemen can talk the way he does and knows cars the way he does? It has that profession, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, and there's so much intelligence that come from kids and come from different perspectives and so much to learn from that, right? And um, when it when it comes to, to car sales, it, it's a slippery slope because when, when it comes, I... I feel for managers when it comes to hiring process because I look around at good salesmen I know and I think the only comparison I could potentially ever draw is they're all unique they're all characters they all have a likability they all have a quirkiness to them or something that that is kind of exceptional about themselves and they don't all dress the same they don't all speak the same they don't all follow the same process the same guidelines I can sit here up and down and, and tell you all, or sit here all morning long and tell you everything I did that works for me. And it might not work for you. Uh, but a lot of the stuff I think, I think, you know, Damien talks about with mindset and, and things like that. That's, that's what transcends to everyone. Right. For sure. Nice. It's like Halloween every day for us. <laughs> yes. Even in stores that have uniforms, you can still see people still are wearing a costume. Right. Right. And so, you know, it's a, you don't have to have a mask on to, to be wearing a costume. We, we all know that. And, uh, you know, Craig, uh, there's still a lot of month left, of course, too. And hey. when you talk about keeping it simple, you know, I think you're right on it. And going back to the basics, you're right on it. And then uh, obviously just each person, I think it comes down to each person that we come in contact with. And Boudreaux, you you work with people who sell 100 cars in a month. And what's the basic, what are the basics? Uh, to, to me, the basics, I like what Craig says about community. I like what Craig says, you know, when you start talking that relationship stuff, you know that I'm a firm believer in that. But, but what kind of advice could you give to Craig 
I think the first thing he has going for him is mindset to stop selling cars. If I, if I, if I, if he was, if he was one of my students and he's at eight and a half at this time of the month and he's not stressed out by it, but a lot of people would be. So the first thing I'd say is, you know, I want you to not sell a car today. I want you to focus on it. I only want you to just show up with love and presence and patience and just listen and just show them a car or two. That's good. You, you'll know what they want, but please insist they don't buy it unless it's just absolutely they've got to have it. But just don't try to sell a car today. Now, you might screw up and sell one. That failure is okay. You can live with that, right? But the goal is to not sell. The goal is to just love and be there and be excited and have fun and, you know, be, be, be interesting, right, for, for a lack of a better word. And you might awesome. screw up, but that's okay. You go for failure. If you fail once, that's okay. If you fail twice, if you fail three times, what the hell? You know, you just suck, you know, but you sucked <laughs> and you sold three cars and, you know, accidents happen. I mean, you can't, you're, you're on the wrong planet to be perfect. So just go for failure. Try not to sell anybody. Right. And so I would tell salespeople for years, that's been a recipe for people who who are high achievers who are, you know, three or four days without a sale. And, you know, they're ready to go like this, you know, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, put yeah. a bullet in their mouth and their head and they don't want to miss it. And so I'll tell them that, you know, they'll call me, you call me about three or four o'clock. He says, uh, man, I tell you what, I got three cars out. I don't know. seems like when I try not to sell a car, I sell a car every time. I don't know what the hell that's about. And, and that's, about you being authentic, right? We're back to that being you and you're not trying to sell a car. And authenticity sells more than selling sells. And, uh, you know, that's the whole, that's, that's why it's so simple. That's why Keep It Simple Selling is a recipe book for, for making it work in a different way. And then of course, nothing builds community like authenticity and truly, you know, truth in your connection to where you relate to those people. True. True. You're right. You're totally right. You know? So, so Greg, quit selling cars. Go, go fail this week. Your goal yep. on every individual person you talk to is to say, look, I'm just here. You don't even have to buy today. I'm going to take care of you. Just tell me what you're looking for. And you go into work today and say, boss, I ain't selling, I'm not selling nothing today. I'm just going to talk to everybody. And, and if they decide to buy, then that's fine. But if they don't want to buy, they ain't mine, boss. I'm telling you. You know, I had this guy tell me, don't sell nothing today. I'm, I'm liable to screw up. Don't get mad at me. Just going for failure. Hey, I'm going to apply that, bro. I love you, man. Watch. I want to say that right now. That's, that's, I literally started tearing up over here, bro. That's awesome. That's perfect. Because, because your generosity, Craig, is more powerful than your ability to close. Your yeah. generosity, your giving nature, your ability to say, I'm here for you with no attachment to an outcome for me, that's your nature. That's authentic for you. And if you could show up every moment like that and you're connected to your relationship tree, everybody who knows you, it changes the whole game. 
Live from the source, y'all. Damien B. Let's go. Let's go. My man. Let's go. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I'm really going to apply that and just have fun. Everything. I'm going to take that knowledge and I'm apply it. I'm taking that and running with it so that I can be able to share that same advice. Because there's, there's a lot of people that get in the same kind of dumps and all that kind of stuff like that. Bro, I'm an artist and I'm a salesman. So I got my self-critique and I get that done on myself. So that's like a double win. So no, that's excellent. I ain't selling anything when I go back to work. Watch me not sell nothing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So yeah, then- let me add one more thing. Yeah. So Craig, there's about 45 days left till Christmas, right? It, working yep. days, right? 45 working days. If you yep. every day showed up like that, fully intentional on giving and loving and helping and serving. Every person you came in contact with, bar none, and you were just focused and not distracted and really productive at doing that, you'd close out this year better than you've ever done for any any 60 to any two-month period in your career, in your life. And it would change your life. So if you do that, the next... This this before Christmas, you'll have the best Christmas of your life. Done. Perfect. Hey, game on. Starting. Seriously, watch. I already, I, this is how I operate. I write it down. If I want to get it done, I have to get my goals right now. I got a star next to it. I already, I'm motivated, ready to go. That's excellent information, and I'm going to apply it. This is perfect. Very Easy, good. Like Have fun. Said, my St- Statistically, people that write down their goals achieve more. So you're on the right track there for sure. Thank you. Thank you, boss. I love the synergy, man. We, we're, we're, we're a chat room full of leaders and leadership, motivation. We got we got everything in this in the rooms, man. When the girls are, where the, where the ladies at? Yeah. Uh, Josh, well, it looks like that. You, you let it right to the next, uh, the perfect spot because we'll do, you know, the TikTok talk is how we, Johnny O and I had started this. And, uh, you know, since uh, Sammy came along, we've changed it to the social media Sammy segment. And uh, since Sammy is uh, working today, uh, wasn't able to be on with us this morning, uh, we'll talk a little TikTok. You know, where's the TikTok games at? I know that Boudreaux spends a lot of time on TikTok, so save him for laughs. <laughs> Johnny O, uh, you know, is Adriana still going on TikTok? I mean, where's the TikTok these days? Uh, you know, you know, our uh, our lead role in our, our wellness revolution contest is, is a big uh, TikTok influencer. Uh, but myself, uh, I think it's going to come. I think I'm a little bit late to the scene uh, with the TikTok. We've talked about it a long time. Uh, I've taken some dance classes. I, I've practiced a few steps. Uh, I foresee some some big waves coming from myself uh, on the, uh, the on the dance floor of TikTok. Uh, but uh, I'll keep you. We'll keep you in tune. Um, you know, I, th- I think we talk about keeping it simple. And uh, you know, I always say the fastest way to a deal is, is to slow down. So my approach to the TikTok, I, I slowed it down. I slowed it down. I want to do it right. Um, but that that that's the kind of the one aspect we were talking about mirroring uh, uh, things and so forth. And, you know, it's like, well, if you have someone that's always on the go and, and super energetic, do you start running around the dealership with them? 
I don't know. Like, there's always an exception to a rule. I always like to slow things down, slow it down. I always, you know, I remember one new guy that we had in a dealership, and when customers, he was running around. And I'm like, yo, man, just relax, slow down, take it easy. And myself, I, I remember one gentleman, actually called me back not too long ago. He looked at Derek. And he's like, yourself, like your attitude and your demeanor, he's like, you'd have a customer in service needing your attention. You'd have three customers at the dealership, one in the coffee room, you'd sit down, you sit one in the cafeteria, one at your desk. And he's like, you were unshakable. You'd always methodically just walk around, keep your composure and your attitude. And you know, it's that Joe Verde, nothing bad happens. Nothing bad happens, nothing bad. And it's how, you know, one thing that right away, I, I would be very confident saying Craig is an exceptional salesman because I do believe that the best judgment of a, a, a salesman is not necessarily when he's doing his best. It's, it's when he's facing adversity and to hone in and see that Craig's attitude is as positive as it is and his outlook and he's smiling and he's happy and he's having a tough month. That means that he, he's already ahead of the game. You know, so I, and I think when he when he has expert advice from uh, Mr. Boudreau there, man, that was really inspiring too. I love that. that. Uh, I think I think with his attitude and, and with uh, the intelligence behind uh, such an amazing car guy like Mr. Boudreau, I think you got. I I, I would you know, and, and if I was a gambling man, which I am, I would bet that uh, that that probably the best Christmas ever is ahead of you, man. I I really would. I I think. Uh, you know, based on your attitude and expert advice from Mr. Boudreaux, that's where my money would lie for sure. Oh, you know, you said something uh, similar to you said something Joe Verde said, but I really love what Tony Robbins uh, says. And, and it's really simple. And it's that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. And I really believe that. And uh, I think that, you know, what Boudreaux is talking about is, is just that. And so, we're off the TikTok talk a little bit, uh, Boudreaux, but bring us back in with all the time you're spending on TikTok these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really have TikTok that I know of, but I'll tell you. <laughs> Greg, you go on TikTok. Thank God I have a great team who does all that stuff, Josh. I mean, they're working their butt off this morning, I assure you. <laughs> I haven't really got on the TikTok. Um, I did this. I do Snapchat, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm probably gonna honestly get rid of the Snapchat soon. The Snapchat I use for like when I just did something like so. For instance, I just started doing this trailer thing that I'm really against. I don't like to go with the you know the grain so much. I want to try to make something. Nothing is original. Everything has been done, but I want to make my own tweet to it. I have not found out my tweet so. Whenever I'm done with a project, I just throw it on Snapchat first. Um, but I think TikTok is the new leverage right now. Um, and it actually, what I'm working on is I'm learning, um, like how, I think we already talked about it, um, generosity. So you just being genuine in who you are, I've noticed I'm making more money. Me being even more like goofy and just, just more animated, just me being who I am and people that have said, bro, don't act like this. Don't do this. Hey, don't do this, Craig. I'm like, screw you. Do what I want. And more people are like, Craig, I I, I don't feel comfortable with my, my my body. Should I do this? And I'm like, yes. You know what I mean? So people are like seeing that. And I'm just noticing me just being me more. I'm making my money. So with the TikTok, it would be great for me to use it for creative content. Throw some stuff out there and see how just the marketing works on the TikTok because 
TikTok, social media, all that stuff right now is excellent for leverage. And that's what we want as sales consultants, as you guys seen from, I wish I was back around when the Foursquare was here. I said the Foursquare today in the office and all of the salesmen lit up like, whoa, Foursquare, man. I was just like, oh my gosh, what is the Foursquare? And they're like, man, that's when it was real. That's when it was real. And then the internet comes and that changed the game, right? So now the, the, the generation is starting to change too. How people are learning and stuff like that. So now social media is now like the new tool. If you if you got to start kind of learning LinkedIn and all this stuff like that, if you want more, yes, you can still go back to the Rolodex and having just a word of word of mouth. Word of mouth is no matter what the number one thing, but just posting with emojis on your thing or just even sometimes having the TikTok, the tag on there will just give you its own little marketing. Just seeing that, and there people will be like, Oh, he's on TikTok and they'll follow you. Okay, here's today. My name is Craig Doby. I'm a sales consultant here at Ron Talking Toyota. And look at this Camry. Wow. Cut, right? And if it's on TikTok, they look at him like, wait, let me play that one more time. Because how he said, wow. And it's just it's just another way of like leverage. What one thing too that I want you to think about is 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 TikTok is huge in the hip hop culture. And and uh, look at Gary V stuff on TikTok because imagine with you being a producer, you start making some videos with some of the music of these folks that are trying to just get that one, just get that one hit, right? All it takes on TikTok now for someone to blow up is just that one hit. And with all the music that you're doing, you could really help some people if they get. I mean, imagine you know someone hears that, and next thing you know, there's a million people that want to use that that cut. Right, you could you could really help those people. Good idea. And you Written tie it down. into the car business, like you said, and then you tie it into what you're doing already, right? I mean, I, I bet you know, and I'm not an expert. I'm just saying, like, if I if I was you with the background of music and TikTok being really a mu- you know, came from musically, right? So it, it's really really good for for the things that you do. I, I imagine. Correct. Yeah, me, no, you're totally right. Let me red flag social media a little bit. So, yeah. so the red flag on social media is a lot of salesmen are starting to look good for people. You live in Portland, yes? Yes, sir. Is that where you live, Craig? You, yeah. you start getting people liking you in Cleveland and in Houston and, and in Florida. And those people are a distraction. That's not your audience. That's not your community. That's not your tribe. And a lot of salespeople, all of a sudden, they start getting likes and loves and comments from, you know, fan base that has nothing to do with building their business. So mm. they get they get activity that appears to be productive, but is a total distraction. So mm. you want to make sure that your social media presence is directed and focused to your community, your tribe, your marketplace, or you're going to be chasing rabbit trails and getting getting really, really wonderful affirmations and kindness from people who ain't ever going to be anything productive for you. Yeah, that's totally right true. Right now. Specifically, yeah. Boudreaux, just for, for Craig, 
with him, um, you know, being big with local artists and being a producer for local artists, TikTok would be really good for good for him. Uh, yeah, it is. It is not something that you want to make it to where it's like a distraction. And definitely when it comes to consumption of mm -hmm. uh, socials, you know, if anything, I could teach my kids is it's to not be a con consumption, uh, you know, not be a consumer, but be a creator. And, you know, in 2020, you definitely want it like like Boudreaux has people doing it for him, but you definitely want to be a creator. Right. And if that means that you're staying local with your community, um, you know, obviously, you know, no one's going to argue with, with Boudreaux, there, Boudreaux there. But, you know, Craig has some big time local ties to the community when it comes to stuff that would tie into TikTok uh, really well that could easily uh, help with car sales. And one thing I always like about salespeople, um, you know, creating a video that has to do with car sales is it keeps them engaged. There's a yes. lot of engagement that can happen when you're just going out there and creating a walk around video, for example. Right. Yes. So it's important for salespeople to stay engaged. But for time's sake, um, let's go to weekly motivation. And Boudreaux, I'll let you kick it off because it sounds like you had a couple more things to say. Um, we'll go Boudreaux and then um, Johnny O and then Craig for weekly motivation as we wrap up. Let's go. Yeah, for weekly motivation, I'm going to talk about gratitude. I think gr being grateful for little things, especially in a time when the world seems to be falling down around you or this negative or that negative or this person said, there's so many bombs going off around us at this time and people screaming for our attention by screaming negative things. We tend to lose focus on being grateful for the person who just made the coffee or the person who just emptied our trash can, or the person who we see who's at the uh, at the, the little 7-Eleven or the little mini mart or whatever you call it in your marketplace. And we lose track of being grateful for tiny little things people do. And the greatest way to recognize and, uh, and connect to people is to recognize their generosity, their kindness, their job, their thing, and then, watching their response to it because now you can find out and maybe even go deeper because they might be hurt. They might tear up. They might be grateful. They might shrug it off. But you, you, the moment after you show gratitude, there's a lot of times you can see uh, you can see their heart mm -hmm. and you want to recognize their heart at that moment. Sure. The doing was what you saw. The being is what gets acknowledged and it changes your relationship and connection to other people. So that's the words of wisdom for today. Nice. Very good. Johnny, I'll go ahead. You know, that that's a, a tough act to follow. I, uh, myself, I, I just think, you know, always, always really just honing in on, you know, you sometimes, I think you you control your own destiny, uh, but I think a lot of times outside factors uh, you don't control, right? So how you handle those adversities, how you deal with yourself, how you remain professional, how you keep a positive attitude, how you conduct your behavior in the face of adversities, and how you continue on the road to success 
is in your complete control. So, you know, whether that means listening to uh, expert uh, wisdom from, uh, you know, high-end professionals, or whether that means uh, revisiting the fundamentals or slowing down your approach or taking the sales focus out of your game and just be that fun-loving person that you naturally are, whatever avenue that is, uh, you know, you just got to hone in on making sure that you stay on the right track. Because I think what happens is, is at the end of the day, you know, it's not all, um, you know, flowers and roses, right? There's things that happen that aren't ideal. And your ability to face face those adversities and be calm and collect and cool and stick to the process and keep it simple and all these things we continually talk about, your ability to keep that focus and your ability to stay on the right track is what is going to separate yourself from the, you know, 70% of people that, that will never be able to make it in the car industry. And I think, you know, to focus on the positive side of things, to focus on, you know, if you've been in the industry for over a year, you've done things that a lot of people aren't able to do. Uh, you know, it's not an industry for everyone. It's definitely a tricky industry. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, kind of try to do their best to make it in the car industry, you know, after, uh, you know, maybe uh, different, uh, you know, past athletes, you know, I've seen C uh, star CFL guys or star athletes or people, you know, from all walks of life come in and it, it doesn't necessarily matter how great of an athlete you are, how smart you are, how intelligent you are, what your educational background is. A lot of times it's just your ability to listen and to learn from experts and stay positive and face adversities and just keeping it simple and doing the right things, right? It's, I think a lot of times I, I've tried myself because, you know, I've, I've got, uh, you know, a, a cockiness to me that I, I try to hone, hone in on and, and not let take over my life and stuff. But a lot of times when I find myself trying to be the expert, I, I try to take a step back and, and, and think, hey, you know, uh, why reinvent the wheel? There's people around me that are going to guide me and keep me on the path that know better. They've been there. They've done that. They have years more of experience. Why am I taking the weight of all everything, all of my shoulders when I can share that weight with someone who's been there, someone who's done that, you know, and uh, I think obedience and listening to your managers and, you know, whether you agree, disagree, just being on the same page and, you know, having discipline, do, following a process, doing the right thing, staying positive, like all these things, we just continuously, I feel like a, a broken record is repeating a lot of the same stuff. But I think at the end of the day, in times like this, when it's, you know, the law after potentially the summer and, uh, you know, I, I think maybe, um, times like this can, can end up being the best times you ever had. Uh, but it's just a, a matter of focus. I think at the end of the day, personally, but focus, focus, focus. All right, Craig, what's your weekly motivation? Man, it's going to be a few of them. So real quick. And it's crazy that I've been really dialing in on this. Um, so I've been starting this, um, ab challenge, 90 day ab challenge, man. I'm trying to do the best I can with fall winter coming in COVID-19 hit everybody. So, Everybody, a lot of people gained weight. I gained it, and then I lost it. I lost 25 pounds over this COVID-19 thing. Some people like how it looks. Some people are like, "Ew, you look sick. What I'm getting to is that um, I started the 90-day the ab challenge, right? Um, and a lot of people are saying, excellent. Then I get a lot of people that are like, oh, man, Craig, I want to join you. But, you know, man, you started already, and it's like day 13. So, you know, I, I just can't do it. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
Okay, cool. You know, I listen to it and I try to do the best I can on not really saying an input or forcing anything on anybody because that's the reason why I'm going live is to help. It. You know what I mean? I'm just here to be a help. I'm, I don't, I'm not really, you know, looking for the people that are looking for a handout, but I'm, I'm a helping hand. Um, I, I can't feed you that fire in, into your gut. You know what I mean? It's got to already be inside of you. I'm just trying to just help that up a little bit more. So um, what I want to basically, the first thing that I've noticed for I think this week is um, asking, be honest with yourself, look in the mirror and, and really ask yourself, are other people sleeping on me or am I sleeping on myself? You know what I mean? Like wake up, you know, the, the, you're not the person that you want to be. Um, and then the next thing um, I work with a lot of people with small businesses because I'm trying to, I see there's a lot of people that contact me and they're like, Hey, Craig, Craig, can I borrow some money? Can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? And I automatically, I'm, I'm like, I will give you some money, but I want to see your, uh, your outgoing. Let me see your outgoing, please. And if, I've had a few people send me the outgoing and I see, uh, um, what is the place that you order and they bring your food? Grubhub, this $30 Grubhub, KFC, $40, uh, freaking gas. You got to get gas. But just things that I'm just like, you just spent like $300 right there. That, that's where all your money. And you want to ask for money? No, let's just try to budget a little bit more. So what I'm going with that is, is you got to come with a plan, I think. I think people got to understand as long as you have a plan um, on, on what you want to do when it comes to, you know, uh, financial or anything like that, it'll all work out. People always say, hey, I need money. I need 50. If I had $50,000, it will be, I'll be set. Really, if you have not really ever, it's just like when you go to the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm built. I know I can do 350, no problem. But I am not going to be like, Josh, let's go ahead and put me 415 on there. Let me go. You're going to be like, bro, what? Heck no, that's a lot. No, let's go. It's the same kind of way. You have never had $50,000 in your, in your palm, in your possession. That's a lot of weight. It's a lot of energy. And people think it's going to change as soon as you get the money. No, you can't already, you can't have the, you can, once you get the money, you can't make the plan. You already got to have the plan. Same thing when you want to plan on better future goals and stuff like that. So come with a plan. Um, and then, so other than the working out and the financial budgeting that I've been doing, um, I've just been getting a lot of people telling me things, you know, excuses, excuse here. Like I said, I love, like, we all make excuses. They, they happen. But really, though, really, 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 let's get to the, really, let's go straight to it. Let's get straight to it. Excuses. I only make excuses for things that I probably don't want to do. But for things that I want to do, they get done. I'm hungry. Let's just use that. I'm hungry. I go to the refrigerator. Done. Right? Um, mowing the lawn. You know it needs to be done. Uh, or just, just anyway, I can't, I'm not going to go anyways. Excuses. You know what I mean? If you, if you want it to be done, you do it. If you don't want to, you don't find time for it and you make an excuse. Okay. Um, and then the last one is just, once again, applying that 1%. I think that's what I've been doing daily is just applying 1%, but I'm doing more. But if I don't want to do more, then I still just do that 1%. Stock market, for example. I thought I was killing the stock market. I made 5K in one day. Whew. Hey, 
I, I, I said, you guys are doing it wrong. Stop what you're doing. Stop, stop, stop. Get in the stock market. I showed everybody everything. Next day, I lost it. Just as about 5,000 up, 5,000 down. But after that, I was like, oh, I need to learn on what just happened. Okay, I need to learn what just happened. So even if, it, if I can't really grasp all the terminologies and what the scales and and it is, still me doing that 1% each and every day, I will learn a little bit more. So that's just kind of my motivation. Um, just try not to use no excuses. Make it happen. Um, ask yourself, look in the mirror. Are you, are you sleeping on yourself rather than you saying, you know, other people are sleeping on you? Have a plan and apply everything that you've heard from this whole meeting because this was a lot of game. <laughs> That's what I would say. My name is Craig Doby. I approve this message. <laughs> That's outstanding stuff. And I uh, hope you can uh, be back with us next week, Craig. We'll see if we can get the ladies on. Uh, this was last week for me, the struggle or the gift of struggle. And uh, this, this is a short read. It's a good one. Gift of struggle this week. The connector's way and so that's the weekly motivation thank you gentlemen for being here we'll try to get the ladies back with us next week y'all have a wonderful week take care y'all bye everybody have a